0: مجھے منیر کہیے جو سر بسر ہے کلا
1: بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم रमजान 87.7 एफएम प्रोग्राम रिफ्लेक्शंस मैं हूं आपका होस्ट Zubair Akram और आज 10 रमजान मुबारक आज इफ्तार का वक्त ग्लासगो में 8:24 मिनट है 8:24 मिनट पे आज इफ्तार है हमारा यह प्रोग्राम हर रोज 7:00 बजे से लेकर के इफ्तार के वक्त तक نشر किया जाता है हमारी वेबसाइट है uh, frequency ह है 87.7m uh, हम इस प्रोग्राम का बेशतर Facebook फेसबुक dono दोनों syllabus और रेडियो रमजान की फेसबु पर पे भी पेश करते हैं और जो लोग फेक पर सुन र होते हैं हम आजान से कुछ देर पहले इस प्रोग्राम को Facebookेसुक लाइफ पर खत्म करके और इसकी जो कंटिन्यएशन है वह रेडियो की वेबसाइट if you continue से बाहर you will be able to listen to recordings YouTube the radio Ramadan. If you feel that you want to listen to it to Reflections with Sheikh Rizwan Muhammad, our program uh, at Radio Ramadan. Uh, this month, this year of Ramadan, alhamdulillah we are covering Surah Al-Rum, which is 30th Surah of the Qur'an. Uh, We have covered, alhamdulillah, up to around 19 ayahs so far, Uh, I would say, some of them in quite detail, in depth. And today, uh, a set of six ayahs uh, from 20 to 26, um, and we'll see how much we can cover in this session today. Uh, We'll go on to the ayahs, uh, and uh, we'll take the commentary from Sheikh Ruzwan after this recitation.
2: Bismillahir
3: In the name of Allah, the entirely merciful, the especially merciful.
2: an min turabin and
3: and of his signs is that he created you from dust. Then suddenly you were human beings dispersing throughout the
2: earth. In
3: And of his signs is that he created for you from yourselves mates that you may find tranquility in them. And he placed between you affection and mercy. Indeed, in that are signs for a people who give thought. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ خَلْقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ
2: وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافُ أَلْسِنَتِكُمْ وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِلْعَالِمِينَ
3: And of his signs is the creation of the heavens and the earth, and the diversity of your languages and your colors. Indeed, in that are signs for those of knowledge. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ مَنَامُكُمْ
2: بِالْلَيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يَسْمَعُونَ
3: And of his signs is your sleep by night and day, and your seeking of his bounty. And of his signs is that he shows you the lightning, causing fear and aspiration, and he sends down rain from the sky, by which he brings to life the earth after its lifelessness. Indeed, in that are signs for a people who use reason.
2: وَمِنْ AND
3: OF HIS SIGNS IS THAT THE HEAVEN AND EARTH REMAIN BY HIS COMMAND then, when he calls you with a single call from the earth, immediately you will come forth. And to him belongs whoever is in the heavens and earth. All are to him devoutly obedient. <laughs>
1: है कि उसने तुम्हें मिट्टी से पैदा किया फिर अब तुम इंसान होकर जा बजा फैल रहे हो और उसी की निशानियों में से है कि उसने तुम्हारे लिए तुम्हारी ही जिंस की औरतें पैदा की ताकि उनकी तरफ माइल होकर आराम हासिल करो और तुम में मोहब्बत और मेहरबानी पैदा कर दी जो लोग गौर करते हैं उनके लिए इन बातों में बहुत सी निशानियां हैं اور اسی کی نشانیوں میں سے ہے کہ اس نے آسمانوں اور زمین کا پیدا کرنا اور تمہاری زبانوں اور رنگوں کا جدا جدا ہونا اہل دانش کے لیے ان باتوں میں بہت سی نشانیاں ہیں اور اسی کے نشانات میں سے ہے کہ تمہارا رات اور دن میں سونا اور اس کے فضل کا تلاش کرنا جو لوگ سنتے ہیں ان کے لیے ان باتوں میں بہت سی तुमको खौफ और उम्मीद दिलाने के लिए बिजली दिखाता है और आसमान से मी बरसाता है फिर जमीन को इसके मर जाने के बाद जिंदा और शादाब कर देता है अक्ल वालों के लिए इन बातों में बहुत सी निशानियां हैं और इसी के निशानात में से है कि आसमान और जमीन इसके हुक्म से कायम है फिर जब वो तुमको जमीन में से निकलने के लिए आवाज देगा तो तुम झट निकल पड़ोगे और आसमानों और जमीन में jitne <ip presents> <app> Farishte or <youorian> turn- in San Varahe, Isiki Mamlukhe or Tum Iske Farma Bardarhu, Yetatarjuma Ayat Bis Tachabis uh Sura room joke Kurani Hakimki Tis me Surate Sheikha Salaam Alikumtullah
4: Alaikum Salaam Rahmatullah. Uh yesterday we
1: went into quite a bit of detail in uh, into this ayah number 21 uh, mm-hmm. and of his signs is that he has created mates from you from your kind that you may find peace in them and mm-hmm. he has set between you love and mercy surely there are signs in his in this for those who reflect mm-hmm. and as I was going through this surah uh, the, uh, <coughs> kind of it didn't occur to me before the all these ayahs uh, that are coming after this they all start with wamin ayatihi so mm-hmm. they're all um <laughs> we were women, you, <laughs> i didn't mention uh, that <laughs> yeah <laughs> wamin <laughs> ayatihi wamin ayatihi so there are, there's a whole set of ayatihi yeah so there's small yeah they're
4: small, there's a whole set
1: yeah whole set subhanallah uh, and so today's discussion or understanding of ayahs uh, is the next one which is the 22nd uh, let's let's start with the 22nd one please um which is uh, uh, we we touched upon it but I would like to uh, kind of go into a bit more detail uh, in terms of how we live in modern world uh, with this backdrop of this ayah uh, racism color and how this is all played out in in past maybe say 200
4: 300 years mm, so this is verse number 22 22. <clears throat> so this is tibil-arḍ. Yes. Yeah, the so, yeah, so yes, and the colors. Mm. Yeah, so this, I mean, as I said before, this is a series of verses that start with the the idea of presenting the fact that there are many signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is going to pro- provide a selection of um, ver- um, signs, of indicators towards, remember the indicators are towards indicating something, so the indication is of God's um, not only existence, but also of certain rules and... Um, I would say um, principles that we need to keep in mind and reflect upon. I did mention passing as well that I think these verses are sequenced in a, in a specific format, um, and uh, perhaps you know somebody could write a book about that because I think th- these verses provide a blueprint for how society should order itself in terms of priorities. You know, last night I was thinking after the show that there is um, a sequence of how society should prioritize. What we in Islamic law call al-waliyyat, which are the 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 um, the primary concerns of people, mm. um, in terms of what are the priorities, the priorities of Islam, the priorities of, is, of of this religion specifically, not given to any other religion. So this is, you know, it's quite u- a unique situation we're in. And so these are just su- some signs among amongst many signs. So it can imagine, let's say for argument's sake, there's a thousand signs, and we we say there's only a thousand. Now, these are you know seven or eight of those thousands or that thousand and you have to then ask why are these ones mentioned and not any other ones why are they mentioned also secondary secondarily in this sequence why is one mentioned before the other before the other is there is there a priority here um in terms of importance is there a priority in terms of um the power of the sign is there a, is there is there, a, is there, a, is there a, a sequencing here in terms of an order for us to you know, prioritize certain things, and I think that is the case in in these verses. Um, and so we talked about the fact that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala created um, us biologically from a specific form. That's just the reality of how we are. So you cannot deny the biological function of a human being. And I think nowadays um, in our societies, the fact that you can't even define or not allowed to define what a male or a female is, apart from say that you are male. At birth, you know, there's a whole, ma- a whole madness going on in a society where, over just the last six or seven months now, there's a whole thing that you can't even say that a person's a male or a female. You actually mm. have to say um, something like "assigned," you know, "assigned male at birth." So basically, it's not that the the person, the child, is born. You know, like Muslims gonna have a problem here because remember, if you have a child, and people say, "What did you have?" Uh, you you have to say today. I mean, you will have to say, "Oh, the 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 nurse, the midwife assigned him as a male." And that's it. We can't say anything else. So basically, the the midwife chose what to tick on the box in the form, mm. which is complete um, atrophying and 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 um, neurosis within a society. If if it gets to that point, you're actually talking about a, a societal state of madness mm, uh, and so mm. I think this first verse is saying you can't deny biology, you can't deny the fact that there's a way that people come into being that you know God created them from the, the, the very source of clay itself and then they just spread and they don't spread based upon people um, you know creating them in a lab they, they create based upon a basic biological function which is based upon the chromosomal makeup mm. and so you can't deny those kind of basic scientific facts and this is why you know even in tafsir.
1: And know, that's line number twenty. Yes, that's
4: the, yeah, verse twenty. So you know, even one of my teachers, Rahimahullah Sheikh Nordin Etar, when he wrote um, an introduction to Tafsir, he he mentioned one of the principles of tafsir is you can't deny the basic biological and scientific givens of a, of of the age of not of the age, but just givens. You know, like, Mm. what we know from science is fact. You can't deny it when giving kafir of the Qur'an. And so then it goes on to the fact that God has created peers and and partners from amongst ourselves. Again, the whole idea is that that is the tranquility that comes has to be posited on the biological function of people. In other words, true Mm. tranquility can only come from a male and a female. It can't come from um, the whole, um, you know, rainbow of or variations that people come up with um, and even the the passions that people have despite the fact that there might be reasons for that but it essentially is saying that one from amongst his signs is that he's created partners from amongst yourselves mm. from amongst yourselves from the human community and he's created places within you, love and mercy and indeed then this is this is signs for people that reflect and the reflection would be well as what are they they're couples they're couples that complement and the complementary nature of that has to be based on biology. So, mm. you know, when you say aswaj, couple, it's like, you know, you have a magnet, you you know, there's two bits you can connect and there's two bit, two sides you cannot. Mm. You know, they mutually um, repulse and there's other two sides that mutually attract. The aswaj has to, by definition, be a couple, a pair. Mm. Um, and there's things that complement, not things that are biologically differential. And so the, I think that is <clears throat> very important, you know, just in passing. That is the kind of the you, this is the kind of a sequencing of things. And then Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, and this I think this is the where she wanted to speak mm. about, And from his signs is, is the creation of the heaven and the earth. Now the creation of the heavens and the earth then gives, light, gives life to, "Ikhtilafu alsinatikum wa a variation and i talked yesterday about the, the variation being another sign the variation in com- in it's all this complexity all this perfection all its um intricacy being a sign of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's existence itself but also you know alsinatikum the fact that god has made a sign that he subhanahu wa ta'ala has created differentiation on language and color and he's made that a sign for his existence and for people that reflect. Allah says, You know, are people that have knowledge, who study, mm. who um, not just reflect, <clears throat> but you would probably say go beyond reflection to um, setting down the reflections in a way that you can almost peer review or um, study afterwards. Mm. So the thing about reflection is that's very personal. You know, uh, if you reflect upon something, you have a reflection. This is a reflection show. Mm. Um, You know, what I reflect upon in the show, I'll probably forget tomorrow. And, um, you know, people might listen to it and think, well, we didn't think of that or we or I don't think that's relevant or whatever. It is. It's my personal reflections on the Qur'an based upon the Arabic and the structure of the language. Um, But للعالمين, for people who are studious, for people that know in a, in a deep way that is like a scholar who is setting yeah. down a, a piece of research so you can study it. Mm. And so what it points towards is a differentiation outwardly of human beings, which is what we see is, you know, languages, colors, hues. A Luan also incorporates within itself, you know, even though it literally means colors, it means, you know, tribal, um, you know, kind of allegiances as well because usually mm-hmm. there's a kind of correlation between the two. And so if it's a sign and if it's an indicator of God, it cannot be the basis of creating injustice or the, the, uh, the basis of prejudice. And so mm-hmm. this is something that comes up in the time the Prophet when you know, it was entrenched that a person of dark skin would not have the pro- priority of a person of brown skin, for example, because the Arabs at that time had <clears throat> you know, the, the most noblest of them were considered to be people who had um <clears throat> you know kind of tanned skin but not black. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Bilal al-Habji radiallahu an was considered to be um at the you know black as we define you know the word today even the words today we use I mean they're very loaded because you can't say certain things but essentially there was a gradation of colour at the time of the Prophet I and mean, the Prophet addressed that immediately from the moment that he received revelation, not when he came to power or when he had power to influence. Hmm. So it's from from the Meccan period, he he um, elevated people based upon the the character, you know, the, the content of their character, not the colour of their skin, as I think Martin Luther King said something of that nature. Um, and so the Prophet did that way beyond the time that this was fashionable. In fact, you you'd be hard pressed to say that the idea of race and the idea of fighting racism was ever addressed in 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 as substantial a way in history as was done by the Prophet mm. So if the only thing the Prophet did when he came, now think of this, this this is going to blow your mind because I just thought of this. If the only thing, okay, let's take away the fact that he's a prophet of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. If the only thing that the Prophet did when he came and the only thing he's known for is that he addressed racism,
0: hmm.
4: he would be in, in museums, he would be in uh, in all the kind of popular cultural um, narratives about, you know, you're celebrating Muhammad because he was the first person identified racism as an evil. Hmm. Forget hmm. revelation, forget his character, forget um, the revolution he brought in, in changing people's um, dispositions. Forget everything. This a Sharia inter- inheritance law. Forget every single thing and just think that he all he did was he said that you know you shouldn't be prejudiced against a person because of the color of their skin. He would be hmm. far more praised by quote unquote these civilized people, you know quote unquote is uh, 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 int- intentional thing than he is now. Hmm. <laughs> it tells you a lot about this civilization. And the spite that it has against people who are far greater than themselves. Yeah. So they want one. Uh, and on the basis of <clears throat> skin tone, and it's
1: does it, does it? I mean, it's probably sometimes oversimplifying when mm-hmm. we say it's the color of the skin. It goes mm-hmm. beyond that, doesn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's it's the it's your geographical kind of location, your your economic status that's reflected with the color of the skin, and and also see the thing your,
4: that's a yeah that's a very dangerous thing nowadays to say because there's a whole thing about white privilege so um you know even muslims i imagine every single person listening to this would say white privilege is is a is a constant marker of human society in other words in human society it's always been white privilege and that's not the case historically it's not the case Mm. it's proven not to be the case because people have always been prejudicial against people of of different colors or languages so it's not just and this is the modern phenomenon obviously absolutely and and undeniably is the phenomenon of colonialism which was which is essentially marked by um the european nations the 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 portuguese the dutch the the british and now you know the last 50 60 years the americans Mm. and brutal and um you know you know kind of merciless but before that, if you look at wars, if you look at colonialism in 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 a, in a wider context, and wars and and you know, the Persian Empire, the Roman Empire, the Chinese Ming Dynasty, all these people that had um, very clear um, conceptions of other people based upon their skin, and you know even in that context, the Arabs as well, you know the Arab conquest of the of the of the Umayyads, for example, you know they they would you know they would be enslaving people who were, um, white, if you want to put it that way, the Rome, the, the Romans in, in that sense. Um, so white privilege is a big thing now, but it's not, you know, prejudice has always been there and different yeah. people have been prejudiced against different people in different ways all throughout history. In Africa, tribal nations that were darker were prejudicial if they had power against tribal nations that had lighter melatonin, skin tone. And so it's the fact that it's a differential that you're different from me and mm. if I have power imagine I'm you know for for argument's sake I'm black completely black and then there's I have power and economic um, muscle and I neighbor a, a a civilization which is a lighter skin tone I will use the differential of that to oppress that other group and that's that's um, you know that's 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 documented in history to the point that that's the point I'm making the fact that you have differentials means, and I'll give you the perfect example. You have racism of Asians against white people yeah. um, at, at the basic level. You, you can't say, well, oh, shit's different because it doesn't have any economic impact. I'm just talking about the, the prejudice of perceiving a person as being inferior or different. Yeah, but, but then there is a thing, <clears throat> of
1: what does prejudice can do? How what, what kind of impact it can have? It comes with power
4: and economics. Yeah, so you add that on then, it just means that, you know, just because you can't, you know, leverage your prejudice to, to, you know, negatively affect some doesn't mean you don't have prejudice. Hmm. You need the two, you need to couple prejudice with power to be able to, you know, like, for example, there is, I mean, this is quite an interesting thing because, you know, the the East India Company and the British Raj in the UK, um, central in the UK, obviously, the British Empire, I think between 1760, around about 1760 to 1930. What was it? When did when did they leave um, India? It was 1938 something like that? Uh no, 1947. Uh, yeah, so 47. I, I mean, there's a there's a piece of research done by uh, Utsa. Um, who is it? Um, Utsa Patnaik, I think, it is, Columbia University. This came out a couple of years ago, I think. Um, so, this was Columbia University publishing this research of, of, of um, a person who had looked at um, tax and trade deed, um, documents from the, the British Raj and the East India Company from that period of 1765 to about 1940, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and prior to the, the kind of independence. So, I think, you know, the independence is separate. So, we yeah. have documents of that. The amount that he said that was stolen I mean, this is just like, um, it just actually is beyond understanding 40, I think it's $45 trillion in current currency.
0: Mm. Mm.
4: So that is, if you want to put that in perspective, the UK in one year produces 1 17th of that in Mm. gross domestic, in other words, the UK, all of us, in terms of utility, gross domestic product in the UK in one year today, produce only 1 17th of that, it would take us 17 years to do what to pay everything that everybody owns in any, you know, shape or form in the UK companies, individuals or whatever, to Mm. pay that back.
1: Yeah.
4: And that is, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's, that is, you know, a country, company, a country could not pay that back, unless you spread it over 150 years, without creating social um you know so social revolt amongst amongst the population. So that's what happens when you tie in this privilege, which in this co- in this context was European, you know, let's add onto that white privilege, to a nation that they felt were inferior. Um, and the and interesting is it wasn't inferior, they felt they were actually um, you know, the, the Europeans were actually challenged by the the sophistication of some of these nations that they went to, such as the Muslim nation. They couldn't say that we are trying to civilize, you know, Mm. you know, Muslim countries because of the advancement of, you know, science and just knowledge science in there. They could make the case for Africa. But again, that's based upon their perceptions of what advancement is. But the point is, that is basically, I mean, that's beyond harm, if you think about it. I mean, leave aside Mm. the, the torture, the enslavement, the you know, the the complete humiliation of the, of the structure of the society itself. That is, I mean, that's racism. And that is, you know, that is prejudice in action on the basis of them being barbarians, essentially. And that's how that's where it gets to. You know, you just have to have the mechanism, the state infrastructure to be able to um, run with that and make it, you know, industrialized. So you take over a country and rip it out, rip out everything it has. All the wealth it has—that's where—that's the end result of this idea that people are different.
0: Hmm.
4: And this is like um, it was Sayyidina, I think it was Sayyidina Muawiya Somebody came to his um, when he was the Khalifa. Somebody came to him and and obviously he had guards. And and the persons came and said, "Oh, tell Muawiyah that his brothers here." And the the person looked to him and thought oh, that well, what does that mean? You know, he knew all the brothers of uh, Muawiya hmm. an. And then he went and he says, he, there's somebody outside who said, it's your brother. And he said, do you recognize him? He said, no. And then so Muawiyah was so intrigued that he asked the person to come in. And the person came in and he just looked completely different. Skilled, skin tones completely different. Everything's not Muawiya like mm-hmm. And he says, who are you? And I said, I'm your brother from another mother. <laughs> so basically, Ikhwanukum fi al-din or Ikhwanukum fi You know, like this kind of, I'm a human. So in some way, I'm your brother. And so this this kind of Bedouin had the courage to use the, the ace of spades, which yeah, is, yeah. you know, in a, in a deep sense, we're all brothers, there's no difference between Arabi, Ajami, Ajami, Arabi, illa inna akramukum Indallahi You know, the Prophet said, there's no difference between an Arab or a non-Arab over a, over a non-Arab and an Arab. The most elevated of you is the one that has the most um, awareness of and, and acute awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so, Islam it's, brought this message so the, at these, that point.
1: These two <coughs> things, these two things, which is which has been a cause of discord in humanity, mm-hmm. is termed as the sign of Allah Subhanahu ta'ala. Yeah,
4: the, 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 the it's the thing that is discord is told you is told to us to be nothing more than a, a sign of God's, you know, quote unquote, handiwork, perfection of creation the ability to create differentials, differentials between languages and colours. Hmm. That's a sign, a positive sign. It's not a, a, a reason for enslaving. And that's it's a not, test. But also, I mean, it's, it's a test of t- types because um, because naturally the human being doesn't like things that it doesn't recognise. So if take, a, take a child, for example. Um, a child will see a person of a different skin, skin color. And if they've not been taught that it's just a superficial differentiator, they will make a, an issue of it. They will say, oh, mommy, that that person's, um you know, really white, like a piece of paper.
0: Mm-hmm. Do
4: you understand? But the child doesn't know. And it's it, 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 through education of the parents will say, look, that's not nice to say that because there's no difference between human beings. So naturally we have that inclination, but then the whole purpose of religion, civilization and education and tarbiyah is to say, okay, look, this is not a good thing to do. You shouldn't mm. eat like this, you shouldn't speak like this, you shouldn't say this. And slowly we yes. start to educate and give tarbiyah to our children at a very young age to, you know, forget that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and of his science is the creation of heavens and earth. Uh, inshallah, we'll cover this after this ad break, uh, short ad break reflections with Sheikh Razan Muhammad, uh, Radio Ramadan 87.7 FM.
0: Jana ka ki jane jahana ka Usu raktu me jana ka Jana ka jahana ka Sachya ka tera abdi me shana ka सच्चा खाते रब दी मशाना का जिस शान तोशाना सब रात
1: और दिन को सोना और तुम्हारे इस that we have to fight for the Fضel. I believe that there are a lot of signs for those who listen So Shaykh, uh, this thing, uh, the ayahs are ending with different ways of perceiving or receiving the message. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, the, the previous ayah is for scholars, and this one is for, not for scholars, or scholars included. The people who can listen, Mm -hmm. or 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 who hear, so and of his signs is you're sleeping at night and you're seeking his bounty during the day. Indeed, there are signs in this for those who who hear.
4: Who hear? Yes. So obviously, you'll have to understand what is prior to that, which is from amongst his signs is manāmukum is your sleeping bilayli nahar. So is this kind of cycle the biological function requires you to sleep, mm. and um, so the sleep is the kind of we would say it's the kind of um, it's a time within which there's no economic activity. So there's a kind of time when you are not, you know, essentially you're not. You're no one's going to pay for your sleep time, I think, apart from unless you're testing a mattress or something, or mm. you're part of some kind of research to see sleep patterns. <laughs> so that's probably the only two times I can think that people would pay to sleep unless you are, you know, a very bad person and and the world pays you to sleep. So you don't create any mischief. So imagine there's a fund to, you know, to, you know, for American president to stay asleep, so they don't create more fitna. (laughs) So, you know, that would raise a lot of money. So stop them bombing and and kind of blanket bombing, you know, people, you know, for no reason apart from the fact that they just feel they're uncivilized. So that would be like a good fund to start. But the Mm. thing is uh, here, Allah subhanahu wa taala says that from amongst His signs is is your sleeping manamukum is like your sleep sleep patterns So people sleep, you know, you know, pre-modern societies people slept obviously during the day uh, at certain points just to to catch up with the sleep they they lost because they woke up so early. So this is something that is interesting because. We would think, well, people sleep at night because there's no productivity. People used to get up at the, at the crack of dawn, meaning at, when it was still dark, mm. and then ready themselves so that when the, the first dawn came and first light came, they would be able to get onto what their um, purpose was, which to, was to do things. You know, before you had electricity, before you could see what you were doing at night, you had to basically get up the crack of dawn, make use of the daylight hours, and that would mean that you would be tired and you would probably have a quick qailula uh, or siesta, whatever it is, in the in the, in the the afternoon. And all of that to do... And so there's two signs. One is the, the sleep patterns that we have. And the other one is you're seeking from his um, bounty, which is economic productivity is um, gaining your livelihood.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: so this is made as a sign because, I mean, I just talked about it previously when I was talking about the colonial project in India in the subcontinent you know the mountain resources that were that were ripped out of the country by the british um, colonial um, juggernaut is you know immense uh, but you know that's illegal unethical and immoral so even one of the signs of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that you do this in a moral way that you you know ibn khalduni talks about you know different types of way that you have wealth and he he says that you have you three different major concepts you have that people get confused with, but you have to understand them very clearly because they're all different. Because from one perspective, you have um, what is called ma'ash. Ma'ash is what you um, essentially earn. Mm-hmm. So ma'ash is like, you know, so it's your pay- paycheck. It's a, it's so, a transaction.
1: <coughs> you pay you, you <coughs> for a service and you get paid for that. Or you yeah, Kind
4: so. of, but it's kind of what you come home is your pay packet. It's your pay packet, you come back with your pay packet, ma'ash. So this mm-hmm. is for aish. So the Arabic word is actually from aish, which is to live. So this is what you, you're going to use to live. And what happens is t- some people, intelligent people, they are muqtasid, which is like they kind of economically clued on and they'll put aside what they don't need for a rain, as I say, a rainy day. And you can, over a period of time, they, ha- they end up collecting more than what they just need to aish, to yaish, which is to eat, to, to live, to survive. Mm-hmm. That's so what they a, do is they create something else
1: Aish in Urdu is like more I, than just living Aish in Urdu is um, I know Aish
4: is like um, extravagance Luxury,
1: extravagance, indulgence
4: Yeah Maash Aish is Aish Aish is to the, uh, the process of living I think the Indian subcontinent likes to live life to the full So with their samosas and pakoras which is the <laughs> reason why they But it's the same Aish. spellings it, It's the like same <coughs> Aish in Arabic is the source of ash? Ash mm. mm. is just like you know, just like you know, living life large, isn't it? And living. But life. the origin in Arabic is maash. Maash is what you come back with. It's your pay mm. packet. Mm. And then you know, think of it. If you start to save, or say you get, you get, you really do well in the business, and you you come back with maash. The maash is more than what you need. If you don't use it and expend it, and and um, you know, just squander it, it becomes what is called mal. Mal is like something you can, you can, you can, you can build up so in the bank. For example, you have a whole, you know, you, you get no. excess surplus and it becomes wealth. Exactly. And then, you know, th- those two things are different. And people con conflict those with what is the real um, thing that a believer should be thinking about is risk, So between your ma'ash and your mal is your risk and your risk is a portion of those things that you have. So. The risk is only the thing that you consume and make you use of during your life, and so if you die, you know, say 30% of your mal has been used. That's your that was your risk, and everything else is distributed amongst everybody so e- else. E- even uh, so, the risk is probably a subset of just even maash. So maash
1: is not just your risk. Maash could be useful for something else as well.
4: Yeah, because maash, a it, surplus of it becomes mal, becomes something else, yeah, and yeah. and maash can be given. To somebody else, so, so it becomes somebody else's risk. So you could yeah. earn, and this is what happens. You know, when, when migrants go to a country, they send remittance payments yeah. to their 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 country, their origin country. And so, you know, like for Pakistan, a, a massive amount of its economy is based upon remittance payments from people from outside. Yeah. So the money goes and it comes into the, the economy there. That's ma'ash, That's people in America or the UK or wherever, and. Saudi Arabia, whatever it is, they they work and they send. And that then becomes the risk of a person sitting, doing nothing Mm. in those countries. And that's a lot of the world economy works on that basis. And man is just what you build up in the bank account that nobody benefits from at all, apart from probably leveraging it for creating currency in a bank. So banks Mm. use it to create currency. Anyway, the point here is, you know, this idea of seeking the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, min fadlihi, that is specifically related to rizq. So, his fadl, which is his generosity, will only, you will only know his generosity from the perspective of what you end up consuming, eating, drinking, using in life, and saying, Alhamdulillah wa shukru lillah. You know, everything else, if you've got a massive bank account and you die, that mm-hmm. goes to your offspring, they squander it that's not his fadl, that's the fadl that he's given to somebody else, but you're not going to benefit from that. What you have to do is, you know, is is make sure that because this is a sign, you have to honor the sign. The sign is seeking God's bounty. Mm-hmm. And the seeking is what is important here. You know, the mm-hmm. way that you seek, the way that you earn, is it halal, is it tayyib, is it moral, is it... You know, nowadays, it's. I was speaking to somebody yesterday in Islamic finance on this idea of, you know, Islamic finance and also not just Islamic finance. She was saying generally there's a global move towards ethical finance hmm. and a global move towards um, the fact that people care if, you know, a multinational company has a sweatshop which uses child labour, for example. You know, as a sweatshop, but it also uses child labour. That's a double whammy. So companies start to worry about that, not because they care about people, just because they're worried about the Twitter storm against them because people will say, we're not going to buy from you again. It's not mm. ethical. It's based upon the fact that human beings are starting to be concerned about it, that mm. we don't want to um, earn, our, earn our living or use you know, clothes or, or merchandise that is on the basis of injustice. And so, all Allah is saying is, "This is from His signs." So that it's is stopping a, a basic and, and obvious means of prejudice, which is prejudice based upon economic um, disadvantage. And so, you so have to. The, the do sign that. Sign,
1: <coughs> sign is the energy to seek sustenance, or sign is that there is night after day and day after night.
4: So there are two different things. So there's, I mean, the the. the, the There's two signs here. One is that from his signs is that is you're sleeping at night and day. Mm. So that indicates the kind of normal pattern of how biology dictates how people used to seek. um, You know, the reason it's mentioned right next to seeking God's bounty is because the night and the day differentiate in the Quranic worldview when you seek sustenance and when you rest. So your body Mm. needs rest, but your also body needs food and drink and clothing and and, um, you know, shelter. So how do you get that? You st- you do that by working, and so it's that's why it's coupled. It's coupled the, the, together. The meaning of ibtira. What's ibtira? To seek out and to. <coughs> is it toil? Ibtira. Yes, seeking out something and toiling and, and striving for something. So going mm-hmm. out and you know, you know the as I said, crack of dawn. That's why it, the layl wa the night and the day is mentioned because at the crack of dawn you go out and seek. You're seeking mm-hmm. his fadl. And it's not his risk; it's fadl. It's like a gen. It's a generous. Even though you're seeking it, it's actually, actually, Allah's generosity. And so you know this. This verse is interesting because it it puts this layer of civilization and, and economic activity on what we've already talked about, which is ordering, biology, and then talking about you know the the previous kind of verses. We you know the first one I kind of mentioned was this kind of ordering of biology and the prioritization of that. You can't mm. deny that. And then the whole thing of institutionalizing how humans procreate through marriage. That's that's like a biological function, which is essential. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be you cannot cut corners in that because that's why, you know, in Islamic law, you know, there's certain things that are haram until you prove they're halal, one of mm-hmm. which is marital relations. You have to prove that the relationship is permissible until before you can do it. Whereas most things are permissible until you prove otherwise. So eating, drinking, commercial contracts. Sorry, I didn't d- get that. I didn't get that. What, why is this different? Um, marriage, because you, you cannot have sexual intercourse with somebody unless you can prove that it is permissible to do. Which means it's, it's, it, you have to prove the permissibility. Okay. You have to prove the contract. And it's like, um, you know, in worship, for example, the same thing. You can't just do a worship without proving it has a basis in Islam. Mm. So you can't just make up a dhikr or make up a type of prayer and add it to the five prayers and say we're going to pray this you have to prove that this prayer exists in this in the Sunnah of the Prophet so mm. there's certain things you cannot do until you prove that you can and there's certain things you can do until somebody proves you cannot and that's most things, like you can eat anything you want until mm. somebody says to you it's haram, you can mm. do any commercial contract you want until somebody says to you this is why it's haram So. This is why, you know, I think the prioritization of marriage and, you know, in the science is given here. And then Allah SWT talks about the difference between languages and colors, because the civilization has to be based upon merit, cannot be based upon prejudice. Mm. And then it talks about the kind of, you know, the, we're talking about now, how do, the, how do the, how the wheels of the world work, which is through the commerce, mm. is through, okay, once you've established the the meritocracy of everybody being equal, now you can seek wealth, not on the basis of the fact you're going to use a person's skin color to rid them of their wealth or or or, or strip mm. them of their wealth. Now you seek God's bounty based upon the fact that everybody is equal and you do it ethically. And so you know, very,
1: very interesting <clears throat> string here. Then uh, acknowledging the fact that we are made out of clay mm-hmm. uh, biologically, and then uh, understanding the process of reproduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is from you know. Uh, male and a female. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it becomes uh, a relationship of compassion and mm-hmm. mercy. Mm-hmm. And then moves on. So then that, where, sorry,
4: that, then that ties into the idea of, you know, la- languages and colours should be on the basis mm-hmm. of mercy and compassion. So the society is starting to be built on mercy and compassion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then there is uh, kind of a difference of colour and language. Mm-hmm. which is just a differentiation and no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is just to recognize the, the, the power and the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how mm-hmm. he creates. Mm-hmm. And you've acknowledged that and that should not become a point of prejudice, point of making people or subjugating nations mm-hmm. or communities, uh, coupled with power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we move on to this this one here. Uh, there is day, and there is again this contrast as well, then there is mm. a day and there is a night and in between this contrast lies the, the interesting bit of life
4: mm.
1: which is toiling um yeah, because toiling effort.
4: is toiling is essentially when I think when when religion morals come into being, that's when you know Sayyidina Umar said, if you want to test a person, test them with their gold and silver. Like if you want to go, if you want to test a person's character, don't just say such a person, such and such a person is trustworthy or not. Give them a loan and see how trustworthy they are. Because it's when you t- to test them with gold and silver, money, money, hard currency, pounds or whatever, that's when you realize the, the trustworthiness and truthfulness of a person. Mm-hmm. You think of politics. Think of Pakistan. The situation in Pakistan. You know, I was somebody asked me about what I thought about the situation in Pakistan. I said. Um, if I had, I've got a son, and you know, there's all these people in that context, and I, I said, look, for me, um, if my son turned into those type of people, I would disown him. Okay, disown meaning I would not speak to him in my life because of the of the qualities of that person. If he turned into the other person, I would have so much time for that person because of character. And so, why is it not that simple? <laughs> you know, so the person saying no about this and that, I said no, not this and that. You, the quantity of characters it trumps everything. You know, money comes and goes, um, competence comes and goes. You know, your food's going to hit your table and you're going to stuff your face with it regardless of how it comes. You're gonna, you are going to—you might have difficulty for a period of time. But, you know, the, the Prophet ﷺ didn't um, sell his principles for a, a, a crumb of bread and neither the companions of the Prophet ﷺ. And so either you're Muslim or not, and in that sense, in the situation, it should be irrelevant whether, you know, you want to just get... A nice iftari, or not. And this is kind of it's a situation where you, your prioritization of things is very, very skewed, I think, and that's very unfortunate for our community that we something that the Quran creates clearly and 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 paints very clear pictures for that we're just sitting there kind of scratching our heads and thinking, oh, you know, it's slightly more complicated. At the basis of life, it's extremely simple. You try hard and you die. That's all you do. You wake up. You're, you're born, if you have mental capacity, you work until you if, die. If, if it wasn't
1: complicated, I mean, you, you wouldn't have a huge book and a generation to explain the book. Mm-hmm. And Prophet bringing it to us, to us and then mm-hmm. a whole effort of preserving it and presenting it as it was so mm-hmm. that we can still live by the, 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 the true letter and spirit of uh, what's intended in Wahi.
4: It's not comp. It's not. Is it complicated? I mean, it's it's a basic. I
1: mean, I find it very complex. I mean, no, no. The basic narrative ideas.
4: No, no. The the basic narrative of Islam is is the most simple. That's why people become Muslim. Mm. Like with Christianity, you have to sit there and think, one in three, three in one. Okay, so somebody I never knew committed a sin, and then all all you know, millennia later, some God sent his son, and he. And God punished his son and crucified his son so I don't have to worry about what I do, just need to believe. Hmm. I'm sorry, that is like fairy tale that is like that is that's not beyond that's beyond complex. That is not even that you can't even work that out. You just have to like say, Okay, my brain, please go to sleep and just accept it. Where's Islam? It hmm. says, hmm. You brought on earth is a test, you die and you answer for what you did. Boom, that's hmm. it. Because God created you. You're the, sent by God and that's it. Hmm. That's simple, as simple as you get. But the thing about humans, the Qur'an is that it, then it, it goes into everybody's different life experience. And for everybody's life experience, there's, another, there's a different message in the Qur'an that they can then themselves, for only themselves, they'll have to tease out, depending on how deep they go. And it'll be a lifelong journey to get the complexities of how it affects them themselves to reach themselves. Because remember, the meaning of life is a deep, deep thing. And if you had the meaning of life within the first two months of you being able to think, I, I don't think people want to live because you know what it's all about. It's just like so boring. You don't really know the ultimate purpose, and there's no challenge. There's no test. That is well, not. For, going to for be example,
1: able- you alluded to the uh, the uh, the um, what's going on in Pakistan just now. Uh, mm-hmm. You alluded to your. Did it? Oh but, yeah, I did. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Your, your preference now to inform oneself of what is right what is wrong mm-hmm. and go within the layers mm-hmm. of what's hap- what's actually happening and how people are responding to the change
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, there is a lot of um, complexity involved in mm-hmm. understanding what professor Salm would do in this situation
4: no that's where i think you that's where i think we be wrong because okay. the complexity I brought it straight down to content of character and competence. So there's two things. If you, would, if you wanted to say what the Sharia says about this, it would say two things. One is content of character. Okay, say if the content of character, was, just, I mean, an angel was incompetent, then the Sharia would say, okay, bring in somebody who's competent, but is a devil. Let's well, just like, mm-hmm. let's go to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in a situation where you have content of character and you have economic competence based upon indicators, Like you have, you can study this and you can look at the indicators economically based on the world um, inflationary cycle and the kind of COVID context and all this. The competency of how that country was run over the last whatever three or four years Mm. is probably as good as you could get. Mm. Now, small mistakes obviously were, I think you could argue easily that were made in terms of foreign policy or, you know, messaging and things like that. But you. In this context or, 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 or
1: selection of team and
4: yeah exactly around. anything anything I mean but then to, okay take the two things but I would say would be the two headlines in that content, which is content of character and competency you're 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 saying okay somebody's I mean from all intents and purposes good content of character I don't see anybody saying not no mm-hmm. even the worst enemy wouldn't say in that context. And competency, they would say, OK, judgment, perhaps. But competency, there's no problem in competency. Then you say, OK, on the other hand, you've got no content of character. I know that for a fact. I, I didn't just look at what people said. I looked at um, detailed you know, indications of all the players in this and they were worse than each other and competence, forget it. I mean, there's no if you if you talk to economists and say, well, are these people more competent in terms of um, you know producing okay it's just a stable economy i i think you'd be hard pressed because all they would say is that they would just go with um you know bailing out the country based upon more loans and if that's competence that's not competence that's not iqtisad that's not allowing a country to stand on its own two feet mm, mm. to be independent and truly independent for the first time you know since its independence mm. so it is not complicated from one perspective. My, what it personal, requires is... My, yeah. my
1: personal reflection on the situation is different. It is, uh, it's coming up for like iftar very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, a lot of people tuned in that there is no question of honesty and character, the content of character. Mm-hmm. But there is a question mark on competence, competence and not. Mm-hmm. Just, and so a statesman needs to judge mm-hmm. in, in a very sharp way of mm-hmm. who can and can't deliver around them, Mm -hmm. who to take counsel from, Mm -hmm. and how to keep um, people together, Mm -hmm. um, uh, recognizing the the, the levers of power, Mm -hmm. and using it to your advantage to deliver Mm -hmm. what you've promised.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And just by rhetoric, if you lose it, Mm -hmm. that's also a bit of incompetence.
4: Yeah, absolutely true. I'm 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 not arguing with that, but I'm saying in the context of the political um, structure in Pakistan, with with entrenched political um, interests, the the the, the creation the creation of a competent team will always be at the behest of those that opposition, which always is undermining you. So you're almost in a situation where you you will you can never try. Then you're in a situation where mm-hmm. you can never try. And you, you you try and leverage as much as you can this time, the next time you do more and then you do, because you have to compromise in your teams. I mean, obviously that's what happened in Pakistan. Imran Khan had to compromise in his selection and utilize previous political actors because of the fact that he knew that could get him to the point that he could make some decisions, hmm. but always knowing that they could take the carpet from under his feet. But then the question was, should he do that or not do it at all because he knew they would hold him to ransom and they'd hold him to ransom. But the point is, if it's a democratic system, the democratic system will bring out again, as probably a stronger hand for him, because unless people oh, yeah. understand that we are living in a world economic system which is going into into an inflationary cycle, you know, Pakistan is not unique. If you look all across developing or, or semi-developed countries, the cycle of inflation and and monetary devaluation is the same. Hmm. There's no, there's nobody's bucking the trend. And developed nations such as the G twenty, they're also, you know, look at the oh, yeah. um you know so there's there's a kind of we're entering very dark territory in terms of um, you know, wealth and finance and governments. And that's why this thing of Allah's sign being seeking out from his fadl, the, the Prophet said, you know, there's no soul except that it will it will gain the risk Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assigned to it. Uh, uh, الطلب, the Prophet said, Therefore, you know, don't don't um don't jump the gun, don't um be hasty in trying to seek seek your risk your sustenance. You have to be fi the Prophet said, which is to be um you know mannered, good mannered and be gracious in seeking your risk. Okay.
1: Do you understand? So, so this is this
4: is the hadith? yeah for so the prophet said that you know in in allaha in so the prophet said that god inspired me within myself that through the al qudus through the angel والسلام, that no soul will die until it completes its its risk hmm. and the prophet said الطلب, so therefore if you know your risk is going to come as an individual as a family as a, a community city nation all you are told to do is do it in a way that is beautified and moral graceful graceful beautiful moral and this is why i think you know the content of character and the idea of doing things properly with principles and and bucking the trend of just doing the way people did it just getting it to the end that cycle has to be broken in every individual people's lives so if a person's you know earning through illicit means they should address that families nations you know and so that is the big thing you have cities in england where a vast vast you know amount of their wealth is from muslim muslim families is from illicit drug trading and all all sorts of things and it's not naturalized and normalized because you know it just gets people by in a community but you know you have to make that, make that jump that make that jump of faith that you have to fadlihi the verse here says you know to seek out and strive and struggle and toil for his fadal. So you have to toil, you have to um, go out your comfort zone. You, nothing comes to you as a passive form of income. Mm-hmm. You know, that people think, well, we can have an income stream, which is going to be passive. We sit there and we get 30,000 pounds every month in our bank account by just sitting on, on Honolulu or Hawaii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't work. You have to, there is no blessing in, in, in risk that is not, you know st- you know, strive for. In this sense. <laughs> और उसकी निशानियों में से तुम्हारा
1: रात और दिन को सोना और तुम्हारा इसके फजल को तलाश करना है लेकिनन इसमें बहुत सी निशानिया है उन लोगों के लिए जो औरौ से सुनते हैं लि आया लिखाऊ यस माून इसमें इस आयत का फात खात्मा है लिखाऊ में यस्माून ज- हमारे इस डिस्कशन में जैसे ये जो उब ही ये पिछली आयात और इससे अगली आयात भी इसी तरह से शुरू होती हैं और उसकी निशानियों में से گویا अल्लाह ताला अपनी निशानियों की एक तरतीब हमें बता रहा है कि इंसान का पैदा होना और इंसान का जिस तरह से पैदा होना फिर उसका जोड़ों में एक दूसरे के साथ जुड़ जाना और फिर उसके लिए अपनी रंग और नस्ल की बुनियाद पे अपने आप की को कायम करना لیکن اس شناخت کی بنیاد پہ ایک دوسرے, سے ایک دوسرے کا استحصال نہ کرنا یہ تمام چیزیں اللہ کی نشانیوں میں سے ہیں اور اس آیت کی نشانی یہ بتائی گی کہ اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی نے کہا کہ اور اس کی نشانیوں میں سے تمہارا رات اور دن کو سونا اور فضل کو تلاش کرنا بھی ایک نشانی ہے ہمیں یہ چلا کہ اللہ کے نبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے کہا کہ کوئی بھی روح جب تک اپنا इस दुनिया से नहीं लेगी वो इससे इस दुनिया से कूच नहीं करेगी और हमें हुक्म हुआ नबी सल्लल्लाहु की तरफ से कि अपने رزق کی تلاش میں خوبصورتی پیدا کرو اور خوبصورتی سے اللہ کا رزق تلاش کرو اور और خوبصورتی کا مطلب یہ ہے کہ حلال ذرایے سے بہترین طریقے سے اور اس میں جلدی نہیں کرنی چاہیے اس کے اندر لوگوں کو پیچھے چھوڑ کے और अब लोगों के पैरों you कदम see और उनके can see that you can see that you can see that you can see that you उर्दू में थोड़ा सा था जो ayat मैंने a 40 से 50 मिनट की tell you that I will tell you that I will tell you that I will that I you of this particular ayah, the difference between Maash, risk, and fuzzle. I yeah, like maash, maash, I, I maash risk, mal, and fuzzle.
4: Yeah, so maash is is um, your paycheck, it's what you come home with. Um, risk is what you consume out of that. And the other thing is mal. Mal is basically what you have in the bank account. So basically, th- there's three different things you You're told to take care of risk, hmm. so you you go, you work, you get the paycheck, you put it in the bank, you spend it, you might have some extra, that'll become mal. You die, the mal is distributed amongst your family. Okay, simple. What you're told to do is be careful of how you come to use your risk because the risk is the only thing you're going to consume, like, your risk is what you eat, what you drink before you go to your grave, what you wear before you go to the grave, the house that you rent or pay for before you go to the grave, that is what you're told to be you know, careful about. Because if you start to focus on mal, then you'll forget about the fact that you're going to be responsible for what you're earning. Mm. And so this is why this verse, you know, when you kind of asked, this verse ends with لِقَوْمِ يسمعون, for people that listen. Because if you think about it, listen about what? Because people, some people will tell you you know don't worry you can earn this way and that way and think about who's who's speaking to you here when you you know talk about risk and earning a living and and money who's speaking to you you know what kind of voices come to your mind you know on the one and the Quran is a very clear I was thinking of this just now that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us how to gain risk okay and the Prophets telling us how to do, gain risk fa ajmilu fi do it beautifully in the best way morally but in the Quran also says That's the shaitan What does he tell you? And you're listening to this um, um, Promises you um, Poverty So you hear this The shaitan saying Oh if you don't do this You're going to be poor Your kids won't be able to eat You won't be able to live Whisper, whisper, whisper Ya'idukum al Fakr." unless you do what he says. وَيَأْمُرُكُمْ بِالْفَحْشَةِ and then orders you to get what you want, to, to give your kids what you want to give them and your, yourself what you want to give them or you're told by society what you need to give them. fahsha, which is illicit abominations and evil deeds. So cut the corner. Mm. Make the deal. Steal the money. You know, swindle the, the funds. Take the inheritance. You know, so all these things. Yes, Who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to Allah and the Messenger Alaihi Islam? Are you going to listen to the alternative, which is shaitan, always saying like the British Raj when it when it when it plundered 45 trillion pounds from over 200 years from the 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 the, 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 the subcontinent. Hmm. Who were they listening to? They thought they were listening to the the the, the priest in the pulpit. They weren't. They were listening to the shaitan in the pulpit, telling them that black people in, are inferior. Take their wealth, create civilization that will be better, long term will be better for people. But guess what? It's not. I mean, that's the that's the thing. Yes, Maun is. Who do we listen to in our lives? Do we listen to Shaitan, the whispers, the whispers, or do we listen to, you know, clear signs from Allah, and the Messenger And so, these verses end with this deep, deep uh, message of responsibility. I think, you know, after talking about the biological, this this the family structure, the civilizational, the, the lack of prejudice. This comes down to when you're seeking rizq, you have to, in creating civilization and creating wealth, you have to be ethical, you have to be moral, you have to be, you know, quote unquote, religious, because, you know, it's a sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you'll be asked about, asked about on the Day of Judgment.
1: Reflections with Sheikh Razwan Muhammad, Surah Al-Room that we uh, are covering uh, in this month from uh, seven till iftar time insha'Allah. I will be back tomorrow again at 7 o'clock. Until then, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah.
4: Aleykum as-salamu wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.
0: SubhanAllah teri kit mehre ali kit teri sana gustaak khiyan kit kit mehre ali kit teri sana gustaak khiyan Aaj sik mitra di wadheri ye Aaj sik mitra di You know audio yourself.